Welcome to Behind the Backline, the podcast where we chat with merchants, brands, and industry professionals in the musical instrument, pro audio, and event technology space about their products, services, industry trends, stories, and more. Join us now as we dig into the stories behind our favorite backline gear. Welcome to episode nine of Behind the Backline. I'm Matt Jacoby of Octave Media. Today, I am speaking with Greg Burlett of Fredable. Thanks for joining me today, Greg. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, speaking a little bit more with you guys. I got a chance to talk to some of your colleagues while we were on the floor at the show um, in January and um, just just uh, you know, checking out your website and things about Fredable. It's been, it looks like you guys have a really awesome product and I'm looking forward to uh, sharing it with everybody today. So, um, so yeah, tell us a little bit about who you are. Yeah, so my background is in computing science, degrees in that field, and also uh, a master's in technology. Um, those degrees have been focused on the intersection of artificial intelligence and music. Um, basically, we train machines to learn patterns in audio signals. Um, and then that sort of fed into Fredable. And what Fredable does is it's an app for your smartphone or tablet. Uh, you basically press a button, you record your instrument into it, and it'll run it through artificial intelligence that picks out all the notes that you played and writes out sheet music for you. And then you can share that with your bandmates and friends and people on the internet that can help you out writing songs. That is really cool. And I, you know, something that I feel like is very science fiction to those of us who grew up in the early days of the internet or like, this would be great. Uh, <laughs> um, but how does this... Um, uh, how is this different from like something like MIDI where you can kind of get that recording into the, the system and then being able to like adjust it later on? So uh, MIDI is just a, a file encoding for notes and it basically specifies what pitch happens at which time and when it ends um, along with, with some other things in the MIDI format. Um, so what Fredable does is we also write out MIDI. So you can take that, that MIDI data and put it into your digital audio workstation that you use, whether that's Cubase, Pro Tools, Logic, GarageBand, um, you name it, whatever you use, um, everything pretty much imports MIDI. Um, so you could, for example, play a little riff on guitar, if you're not familiar with the piano, and take the, the MIDI file and import it into GarageBand and then synthesize it as a piano if you really wanted to. Um, so we also envision it being used for used by um, um, audio engineers in studio um, to get through MIDI signals and, and synthesis. Wow, that's a, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. so it sounds like um, you kind of run the gamut in terms of like, you know, getting all that, that digital data and then being able to use it in, in a variety of ways, huh? Exactly, exactly. Um, so I, I think it's important to cater to a, a pretty wide demographic, um, especially when you start getting into niche market spaces like this. Um, just being able to give a data in, in a, a widely recognized format that people can choose then what they want to do with it. I think that that's super. Yeah, that, is, that really makes it flexible, especially with the amount of people who are doing all their own home recording these days. And I mean, if it was just the old, the old days of, you know, professional studio engineers being the only ones that were doing this, it might be different. But now that everyone's got it so accessible to them, but they're at home recording sessions and that's to get the quality of that's getting better. It really makes sense to, to um, make it as easy as possible to go from writing a song to getting it down on paper, digital paper, MIDI, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I think that's a, a really good point. Um, yeah, you're totally right. It, it used to be that 
um, audio recording was completely inaccessible and you needed a lot of money. Um, bands would have to go through bulk bins at, at Safeway and, and eat food in bulk bins just to save up money to get to a recording <laughs> studio, which is actually insane to think about. Um, and now yeah, it's so easy. You just go buy an audio interface, plug in a mic and start recording. Uh, a little bit more difficult for drums because uh, you need so many different mics and snakes. Um, but in general, it's, it's so easy to record. And uh, what better way to keep track of your song idea um, than putting it down on paper and having it saved up in the cloud? Um, so that, that was sort of our, our motivation. Very cool. Yeah, you bring that, that point up about drums. Now, is this something that would work for like an electronic drum kit if it's run through the correct interfaces? Or is, is it a little bit easier to do um, acoustically? Or is it mainly just for instruments that have different notes? Yeah, so, so right now with Fredible, we support uh, vocals, electric guitar, and brass and woodwind instruments. And we haven't yet tackled uh, piano, which is on the slate to do, uh, bass guitar and acoustic guitar and drums. Um, so with drums, uh, it's definitely going to be harder. To, and I realize that you're interested in this because you are a drummer yourself. Mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm also learning drums as well. Um, definitely harder to do acoustically. Um, with uh, a digital drum set, uh, I think it would be much easier. I I'm not sure whether the brains of those output MIDI signals. I'm thinking that they probably do. Um, in which case, once you have the MIDI, you can do some conversions to sheet music. Um, so I think it would be much easier that way. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I, uh, I want to say that it does do MIDI output as well. Um, I feel like it, it would work with existing, um, digital workstations to some degree. Um, but yeah, I've, I would think so. Yeah. I've never gotten beyond just using the electric drums through like a six channel soundboard into an amplifier so I could hear them like in my basement. <laughs> right. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I, I think I, um, may have played with GarageBand once. Um, and I think it did do that, but, um, yeah, I want to get down to the nuts and bolts of it. I couldn't tell you if it was MIDI or just something else for, for some reason. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, how long has, um, Fredible been on the market? So we actually launched at NAMM. Um, oh, wow, it, was, okay. it was kind of a whirlwind. Our first day, uh, of it being on the app store, uh, both on, on the Apple app store and Google play, uh, was at NAMM on January 25th. So that was the, the first day it was available and we had uh, a guitar in our booth and we had people using it and it was, uh, it was a super fun experience. So, uh, pretty fresh. Yeah, yeah, I would say. <laughs> I'm not sure uh, they had said that when I was when I stopped by, but um, just to, yeah, just to kind of see it in action a little bit was really cool. How it was, how it was, uh, uh, for lack of a better term, spitting out notes. <laughs> yeah. So is it is it just um, uh, you said just Apple Store right now, or is it on Google Play? Google Store? It's on it's on both. So it's okay. on Google Play and the Apple App Store. Um, we also have a web interface um, that people who subscribe to the premium service can use. Um, and then you can upload recordings that you already have on your computer uh, through whatever, if you use Chrome or, or Firefox or Safari, you can just upload it there. Um, and in the app, you have to record live. Okay. So does it use the device's um, microphone or is there a direct input option? Yeah. So that's, that's a really good point because... Um, Device microphones have been getting better over the years, um, especially with the newer iPhone. 
phone models and some of the newer Android models, you know, whatever Android phone that you have, um, they're getting a lot better. Some of the older devices, the microphones are pretty terrible. Um, in which case, uh, I would recommend just plugging in a little USB microphone into your device. Um, you can also do a direct in audio interface. So something like the iRig uh, would work. Uh, okay. We're not sponsored by them or anything. That's just what I've, what I've used and what I've seen people use. Um, and in that way, you can get a direct signal in. Um, also, if you're in a very noisy environment, um, if someone's doing dishes behind you and there's a whole bunch of clanking and stuff like that, um, uh, the software will recognize that as node onsets um, because you know it's like a bang of, of something happening. Um, so it might mess up your transcription a little bit. So if it is noisy, um, either go to a quiet area um, or do direct direct in. You bring a valid point. I'm going back to my my uh, idea that more people are recording at home. I suppose your uh, family members could be actively cleaning the kitchen or vacuuming or something while you're trying to do this. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, or your cat wants to get in on the sheet music, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, I can imagine. There's a whole whole bunch of fun. I, I know I have to like send my kids out of the house when I I do podcasts. <laughs> Same <Yep>. thing. <laughs> yeah, super loud. <laughs> So, uh, what what was the kind of the inspiration behind uh, wanting to create this product? So, uh, I was in a rock band back in college. Uh, the name doesn't matter because we weren't very big. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, my guitarist in my band, uh, he moved away to Vancouver, and we still really wanted to write music together. He was just a, a brilliant guitarist, um, super super creative. Um, it was just it was awesome writing music with him. Uh, and then he moved away and we were still writing back and forth. We tried out email first. We sent uh, MP3 recordings over email. So I'd play something, send it over to him and say, hey, do you like this idea? Where do you want to go from here? And he would listen to it, try and figure out what the heck I was playing and send something back to me and change it up a bit or change it completely. And then I need to figure out what he was playing. And it was just this back and forth tedious process uh and it just took the fun out of writing um it, it was just so far removed from being in the the same basement or same studio writing music together and you could just really tell that there was a geographical barrier um to collaboration um so that that was uh that was the first uh propulsion into into what i'm currently doing um just being able to collaborate and go back and forth and have an idea of what they're playing. So have the original audio recording, but also pair that with, with sheet music, an idea of, of how to play it, um, and just go back and forth and back and forth. Um, within the app, we do have a collaboration mode. Um, so you can hit the little collaboration button. Um, someone can write with someone not in, in the same location. They can be in a different country. You can write a, music, uh, a song with someone in Germany if you really wanted to, um, and just go back and forth. Um, it'll keep track. Uh, in the digital records of everyone who touched that song um, so that if someone ends up selling it as a jingle or something like that, there's, there's no nefarious activity surrounding, you know, who gets royalty rights and stuff like that. Everything is, is cataloged. Um, so yeah, th the whole collaboration aspect is what really inspired the product. And all of what you're saying makes amazing sense, but I don't think anyone ever like came across the idea that this was missing. Cause like you said, you know, the, the fact that people are recording at home, there are products out there that let you collaborate, but you have to figure out what everyone did 
without yeah, actually exactly. watching their fingers or well usually it's just guitars i mean drums you can usually figure out from hearing them <laughs> yeah but, but yeah i mean this this makes it a whole heck of a lot easier pretend like you're in the same room and i like the collaboration mode because it's almost like a google drive or google doc type thing where you have kind of a revision thing going on is that is that kind of what you're describing yeah yeah exactly you can go back through the whole history uh, of revisions to a song start right from the beginning and then go go all the way up the chain and see how it's progressed over time um it's also just really great to remember your song ideas have everything saved and cataloged on the cloud and synced across all your devices so if you know a year down the road um you can come back to fretable and just look at all of your song ideas all in one place instead of so for me for example i would use just the recording function on my phone whatever phone i had at the moment but it didn't didn't sync anywhere it just sits on the device um maybe i remember to upload it onto my computer um, but usually that's where songs go to die. Is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would agree. Even, even me who, you know, isn't very musical, I more rhythmic. Um, but you know, every now and then I'll have like, Oh, that, you know, I kind of think of a little, little riff or something, but you know, I don't need as not as being as familiar with notes as I used to be. Cause I have had some of those like marimba and some keyboard type things, percussive keyboards. Right. Um, you, you're like, I don't know what this note is in my head. It isn't since you said it works with voice, is it something where you could actually just hum and it would yeah. still pick it up? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can definitely hum into it. It's kind of nice for those of us who are like writing songs, like air guitaring or air, air, air composing as you want to maybe call it. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's almost like a little uh, notebook of music, which is I can I can see a lot of uses for this from a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, interestingly enough, um, most people in North America are pretty timid about singing, um, so they'll do a lot of humming or um, whistling or, or something like that. Um, whereas it's kind of the exact opposite uh, in the Asian market. Um, just in Philippines, Japan, uh, China, people go to karaoke super often. And that's a thing that they do on Friday night, you know, go out for, for drinks and rent a room and just sing karaoke all night. Um, so those people are, are super forward about singing and love singing. Um, so that's, it's one thing I've noticed uh, with the vocal mode. And now that you say that I have seen like videos and photos of um, don't those markets have like a, like they're almost like I don't know what I could compare them to, but like they're almost like nightclubs with private rooms where you just get to rent out a karaoke room and kind of have like yeah. private parties. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, you just go rent a room uh, for you and your friends or or you and your colleagues, and you just go out for the night and you just sing all night. But you imagine if they have your app in one of those rooms that they could just go to town on like a amateur recording session and not even <laughs> yeah, need exactly. to have anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's cool. Um, so how long was uh, Fretable in uh, development or when did it become a new idea? Uh, so I first came up with the idea um, at the tail end of my undergraduate degree. And that's when my guitar player moved away to Vancouver. Okay. And I was sort of thinking about it and pondering how to do it. Uh, it turns out that it's a really, really hard problem um, that academic researchers have been trying to solve since uh, 1979. Uh, wow. was the first paper that was written about it. Um, speech recognition is sort of similar. You know, you speak into a device, um, it runs AI on it and outputs text. Um, so we're very similar. You, you play your instrument into it, run the AI on it, output sheet music. Um, so similar sort of analog, um, but much more work has gone into speech recognition from a research standpoint. 
just because um, it's way less niche than than the music market, right? Mm-hmm. Um, everyone speaks and and everyone has a need for that. Um, whereas not everyone plays an instrument, right? Um, so speech is a little bit further ahead of of instrument transcription. Um, so I realized it was a really hard problem. I realized I was going to need to do a lot of research into that and, and read where people are in the field. Um, so I, I went off to McGill, um, did a, a master's degree there, and that was about two years of, of research. And then I went back to the University of Alberta and did another two years um, in machine learning and music. And that's sort of where the intellectual property was developed. Um, so I guess that was about four years of intellectual property development. And then, um, then it took some, uh, took a little bit longer to, um, find an investor to actually invest in it and then, uh, get the ball rolling, um, get the minimum viable product out. Um, so it takes a lot of time to develop a product, like a (laughs) really, really long time. Um, so yeah, probably about another two years of, of, uh, programming and data collection and machine learning, um, so it's been quite a long road. Yeah, I will say I, while my background is in web development, I did go to college for software and found that they were totally different and I failed at that miserably. So I <laughs> kudos to you on going that far. <laughs> um, so is this the technically, is this the, I guess, do you know if this is the first product that actually does AI instrumentation recognition? Um, it, it's hard to say whether we're the first AI okay. to do it. Um because companies don't kind of release what they do. I mean, we're quite forward with that we use AI, um, so it's kind of no secret. Um, there is one other company, and basically our only competitor um, is a company called ScoreCloud. Um, I can't exactly remember where they're based out of. I think maybe Norwegian or something further up northeast. I'm not quite sure where they're from. Um, but they do vocal transcription. So you can sing into the device and it'll write out sheet music. Um, but they don't do anything polyphonic, which is multiple notes at a time um, that I'm aware of anyways. Um, and I'm also not sure if they're using machine learning or not because I can't just go ask them. <laughs> and they, they don't really say. Um, I have a feeling because they've been around a while that they don't use machine learning, but pure speculation, no idea. So I really can't say. Got it. Um, is it? Do you think it's the among the first like that are publicly available with this? Yeah. I, so I know that we're the first polyphonic um, transcription for guitar that uses machine learning that I know of. Um, but like I said, I, I can't, I can't verify that, that we're the first using AI. Yeah. Got it. Well, it's yeah. just, you know, usually it's like first to market wins the, wins the, Hey, you guys knew what you're doing argument kind of thing versus the people right. who are still working on it. So um, yeah. that's, I mean, how does that feel? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's gotta be amazing. <laughs> it, it feels good. You know, it's been, it's been like climbing a very long mountain. <laughs> it's been, and I, <laughs> don't know if we're at the peak you're never at the peak there's always things that you can improve and and change and i'm sure we'll need to pivot certain things to make it work um that's just that's the nature of a startup company right exactly Um, yeah it's it's uh it's never going to be complete um but your minimum viable product you just have to get it out there and start having people use it and even if it doesn't work in all cases or you know it works really, really well. And you get great feedback. It's kind of a roller coaster every day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you, you just need, you need to get it out there and see what people think of it and then uh, start improving. And, and uh, that's, that's sort of where we're at. 
Cool. How, how um, big is your company so far? Uh, we're a team of three. Okay. Um, right now, I'm the only tech-related person. Um, so I've done all the programming and web programming and backend programming and machine learning and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I've partnered with my investors uh, who are based out of Montreal and uh, their business strategy and um, marketing and stuff like that. Cool. And we're looking to grow right now. So we're looking for uh, a couple full-time hires. And uh, it's actually a really exciting time. Super, super busy. I'm uh, perpetually tired on a daily basis. <laughs> but uh, it, it's been really, really fun and uh, certainly good experience. That that is awesome. Yeah, I, I can uh, I can relate to the uh, perpetually tired. Um, <laughs> not for product development, but just just ever everything that I got going on too. But I'm I'm not here to talk about me. So, <laughs> well, very cool. Um, so uh, if someone's looking to use this, what kind of um, price tag are they looking at right now? Uh, so we have a free tier. Um, basically, you can just download the app. Uh, it's free to use. Uh, you get a minute thirty seconds of recording time. And you can make as many transcriptions as you want. So unlimited transcriptions. Uh, with the premium, uh, it's five bucks US a month. And with that, you get access to the digital transcription files. You can actually download them on your computer. Um, so that's MIDI, Music XML, and then you can put that into whatever DAW you, DAW you use. Um, the premium also removes watermarks if you go to print the sheet music in the app or online. And the watermarks are just a couple of fretable logos that are behind the sheet music um, in the background there. And um, you can collaborate with other people. And what are the things? Oh, uh, you can also upload um, existing audio recordings um, in your web browser, which I talked about a little bit earlier. Okay, cool. So basically the, the five bucks a month unlocks all the bells and whistles, but doesn't restrict you from using and trying out the product. Yeah, really. Um, does... Does the do the things that you record on the um, free version kind of carry you over if you want to upgrade later and and actually print those off? Yeah, yeah, everything's everything's all available. Um, okay. So whatever you record, um, just if you have the free tier, you're limited by how long it can be. Got it. It's kind of a nice way to get started and at least jot down some of the ideas and your uh, creative bursts that someone might have, and then once you're ready to turn it into a band or something, you you. Have the have a really low over. I mean, really low entry point getting in there. I mean, five five bucks a month is is incredible for something that has that much power. Yeah, yeah, we think it's it's very reasonable. Um, we priced it low to get people on it and using it. Um, we thought that that was a way to go um, initially, just get a, a a big user base and then um, figure out where to go from there. Yeah, I'd imagine that uh, if people love it, they'll stick with it, and it kind of gives you guys a, a built in system for all that business. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, cool. Uh, so what's uh, the website that people can check out to learn more about it? So it's www.fredable.com and Fredable is spelled F R E T T A B L E. Cool. Yeah. And, and for a lot of people that'd be like, Oh, a new, new word to learn. Cause it's, you know, people like making up words on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Uh, yeah. So fretable is a, just a nonsense word. Um, it's fret from a, a, a guitar fret and uh, turned into a verb. So yeah, I could fretable it. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you know, Google did it. I think you can do it too at some point. Um, and, and for anybody that, that can't, that didn't catch it, it's fret and table, just put them together. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
Well, that is awesome. Yeah. I think you guys are onto something great. And, um, you know, it almost makes me wish I I had a noted instrument that I knew. And I, I think the one area that I'd like to get into is piano at some point, but, um, so when you're ready to, uh, add piano to this, I will definitely be all over it. Sounds good. I actually started playing piano and, uh, this was when I was quite young and you have to understand that Metallica was really big when I was young. Okay. <laughs> it was just really hard to play Metallica on a piano. <laughs> so I made the switch to guitar. <laughs> I, I feel like Sandman just does not have the same feeling or ambiance on a piano as on the guitar. <laughs> it really doesn't. I tried. <laughs> it's almost like, uh, have you seen the, the, the guys on YouTube, the two cellos? Oh, those guys are amazing. I know. It's almost like that where you're turning, you're taking the, the heavy metal music and turning it into something completely unique. <laughs> yeah, they're much better on their cellos than I am on the piano, though. Although you probably won't go through as many bows as they do. I mean, that's, it's just like their their bows are just shredding. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're playing a lot of really fast stuff, too. But imagine them using this. I mean, they would be able to that would be a heck of a composition to to see what they're actually playing on paper. It would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Well, thank you for joining me today. This has been great. Well, thanks a lot for having me, Matt. Really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, definitely. And thank you for listening to behind the Backline, brought to you by Octave media an inbound marketing agency focused on helping music merchants develop an automated solution to increase website sales. You can find Octave media at www.octave.media. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and iTunes to learn more about great products and companies in the musical instrument, pro audio, and event technology space. And be sure to leave a review to let us know what you thought of today's episode. We encourage you to share us with your friends and colleagues via social media, and we'll see you next time. Take care.